the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. We start hour number two of the Bruce Hooley Show on Thursdays with our weekly visit with Matt Mayer of OpportunityOhio.org. That is his organization that looks at business and industry and those kinds of matters in the state of Ohio. But Matt is also exploring a run for governor. Actually, I'd say he is, is running for governor. He's kind enough to join us. He's circulating around the state. Uh, he's got company in that regard, which we will discuss. But uh, you can follow Matt on Twitter at Ohio Matt, and his exploratory run for governor website is OhioMatt.com. So before we get into uh, the enlarging field for governor, let's talk about uh, Hunter Biden. And yesterday, uh, the plea deal, they say, fell apart. I am uh, hesitant to celebrate too soon because I did not think this would fall apart, I will admit. So I got surprised there. But I don't like to get my hopes up. Should I get my hopes up that he's actually going to face justice here? Uh, I would not. I mean, I think the likelihood is there is going to be push now within the administration to essentially appoint a special counsel, which I realize sounds odd to your listeners because it's the last thing a president wants. But in this case, the special counsel can essentially shield all information from Congress and the public under the guise of the special counsel investigation, essentially through the election next year. So that, that, that's what they now, I think, are going to probably do, because with the deal falling apart, there's now going to be continuing pressure, uh, given all we now know from the whistleblowers, from the, the investigations, showing all the banking records, all that information that there is absolutely not just smoke. There is fire here relating to Joe Biden in uh, Hunter Biden in Jim Biden, influence peddling, uh, violating FARA, violating tax laws. Uh, and Joe Biden selling access to to his office uh, without a doubt. Uh, you know, we'll know more come next Monday when Devin Archer, a business partner, testifies apparently that that Joe was on the phone at least 24 times with Hunter's client. So th- this whole thing is starting to fall apart, and they're going to have to then move to that special counsel to shield any more information. Okay, let me get this straight, Matt. The guy who would appoint the special counsel is the Attorney General of the United States. Am I right? And that is the guy who has really been. Uh, stopping the uh, prosecution of Hunter Biden so far. So am I right? Merrick Garland gets to name the special counsel? He does. And as you know, he's going to, if, mm. he, if he does what I suspect they'll do, he, he's going to appoint a very friendly special counsel. Uh, that, Gee, it's that really too bad that this. Bo Biden is not alive anymore because he was an attorney and he could, Merrick Garland could have appointed Bo Biden as the special counsel to investigate Hunter Biden. Which is exactly the kind of thing they would do, right? That's how it wants. But look, I, I hope Congress, and Kevin McCarthy signaled this earlier this week, but I hope they now, after this falls apart, and they realize that what they were trying to do was create a de facto pardon for Hunter with this side deal that the judge couldn't see until the judge started poking questions about it. And to me, I think we've now reached the point where Merrick Garland uh, and Lisa Monaco, his number two, they should absolutely start moving for impeachment uh, against those two. Uh, they should actually start impeachment proceedings against Joe Biden uh, before a special counsel starts to shield the information, in my opinion. That's what that is the next move on this, because there is clearly corruption. 
they've got enough there to start impeachment proceedings uh, to eventually get to a vote down the road. But 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 start start moving forward on this, because otherwise a special counsel is going to shut this down. Matt Mayer, OpportunityOhio.org, his exploratory run for governor in the state of Ohio, OhioMatt.com is that website. Follow him on Twitter at OhioMatt. So what I wonder now is there's clearly been a concerted effort um, and uh, collaboration to keep Hunter Biden from facing what would be normal sentences for his crimes. But at some point, doesn't it become a problem, a risk for the people who are engaged in that, Merrick Garland, David Weiss, uh, on and on and on, Leslie Wolf, on and on and on, don't they too become, uh, don't they too endanger their own, not just reputations, but I mean, couldn't they be found guilty of something? Like there's, I can't imagine like what you have to, what kind of partisan hack you have to be to like want to run interference for Hunter Biden, but it's a whole nother step to be willing to, commit crimes to run interference for Hunter Biden. Are they in any kind of legal jeopardy if they continue and do what they have to do to keep him out of prison? No, I don't think so, because they can always do to do your, 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 uh, uh, apply to the good old-fashioned Matt, driver, Mack truck through it, prosecutor, prosec- prosecutor discretion, right? Yeah. And, and so what they're going to say is that's what's been going on. But it is clear, right, that, that they are structuring things in a way, because again, compare Hunter Biden and what we know he did under FARA, right? Uh, which is, uh, you know, you had a foreign lobby, right? You're, you're representing a foreign country, so you have to register and do all this stuff. We know he was. We know that's what he was doing, right? Yet he never registered. Compare that to what happened with Paul Manafort, right? They threw the book at Paul Manafort, right? They went after him aggressively. They tried him in court, all those types of things, but but not Hunter Biden. Imagine all those people in America who get hit with gun charges that, that were identical to what Hunter is, 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 is. We know he did. Not There's no question of whether he did it. We know he did it. And yet, again, they're getting felonies thrown at them. They're being thrown in jail, but not Hunter Biden. And here's the real problem politically for the Biden administration, Joe Biden, is at some point, right, enough Americans who aren't Republican start getting engaged in this. They start reading about this, and they're going to say, wow, this really is corrupt. This guy is worse than Trump. And if they get to a worse than Trump sentiment among independent voters, among among moderate Democrats— it becomes really difficult at that point with uh, the economy that we have that's so weak, right, with interest rates going up, that it creates a problem that they can't say, oh, thank God, at least we're running against Trump. Because now if their guy is seen to be equally or worse than Trump among the key voting population, that's when they lose. And when they lose, that's where all this other stuff starts coming down, where a Trump Department of Justice can really start digging into what actually was going on to hide the ball. Okay, I just thought of something. I've always wondered how they're going to get Kamala Harris off the ballot, because if Biden were to re- <laughs> Biden were to resign, uh, she'd become the president, and they couldn't get her off the ballot because she's the quote unquote sitting president. But if he's under investigation by a special counsel when the election of twenty twenty four comes around, they can move her off by saying that well, the Biden administration is under investigation, and we can't run her for that reason. It's not a reflection. It's not her fault. It's Joe's fault. We can't put her on the ballot. I I can see that coming a mile away. Well, so here's what's more likely to happen, in my opinion. I think it's more likely that we have a Lyndon Johnson moment, right, where Barack Obama, maybe Nancy Pelosi, you know, some of the party big big wigs go and see Joe Biden and say, hey, chief, there's just way too much smoke and fire here. You're not going to win this election, even against Donald Trump. We cannot afford to lose. 
you you've got to say, you've got to come out and say you're not running, so we can get 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 a, a better ticket up there. And that that ticket most likely would be kind of a Gavin Newsom. Uh, um, uh, what's her name up in Michigan? Uh, Whit- blanket Gretchen right Whitmer. Yeah, Gretchen Whitmer. It'd be, that, that's the ticket. It would most likely be you know one one of those being the president, one being the vice president. That's my guess is how you deal with the Kamala Harris because at some point they're going to realize. Joe Biden's going to hemorrhage support. And when that happens, there's no way they're going to put him up. And I don't care who the Republican is. Yeah, but how do they move her off uh, the top of the ticket if it's just Biden? The reason given for Biden not running is the Lyndon Johnson thing. Uh, that I can't see her going quietly in that scenario, just bowing to well, Gavin she, she, could, she could run on her own accord then if she wants, right? But she's not going to have the support, and she knows it, so yeah. she'll be embarrassed. Yeah. Like that, that, so they're going to send that message to her, too. Sorry, you know, you've been an abject failure. No one likes you. You've got the worst approval ratings. No one thinks you're competent. You know, you, you give these speeches that are, like, you know, bizarre that no one quite understands what you're saying. It's just like you're trying to sound smart, so you just say the same thing again and again. So she, she could try to run on her own, but, right, if he says, I'm not running, the ticket dissolves. That's it. She can then decide she's going to try to get into the Democratic primary. But, again, this happens, I think, if the party elders like the Bill Clinton, the Barack Obama, the Nancy Pelosi's go see Joe and say, you're done here. You're too old, uh, too much mess of a hunter. Uh, we love that you took for four years. It's great, but we can't risk, risk four years of them. you got to step down so we can win this. And, and that's where, again, I think you'll see a Gavin Newsom and Gretchen Whitmer pop up. Okay, very good. Matt Mayer, OpportunityOhio.org, his other website, OhioMatt.com, about the state of Ohio and what he would do if he were elected governor of the state of Ohio. Follow me on Twitter, at OhioMatt. Speaking of governor, state of Ohio, uh, you have company in the race. Uh, Dave Yost made a kind of an under-the-radar change. It didn't get a whole lot of press, but it got some. Yeah, he, he switched his little form for his Yost for Ohio campaign committee from attorney general to governor. So he's, he's running, which I welcome him. It, he, this is this race is, 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 is continues to unfold exactly as I would want it to unfold, with at least two establishment career politicians, statewide elected officials running, so they can split that establishment vote, they can split the establishment donors, they can split the establishment state central committee members, and an outsider like me has a really clear lane to pick up you know, the, the Joe Blystone plus Jim Renacci vote mm-hmm. and, frankly, win with the plurality. I noticed that, uh, while I noticed it, uh, some of my... Uh media well i wouldn't say they don't want to be known as my media brethren but it it, uh it didn't seem like your name was included in the list of candidates that they always disclose when somebody else joins a race what's up with that yeah you know a reporter for the dispatch inquirer said you know did a tweet where it said you know dave yost did this and john hughes is also running and failed to mention the fact that i was the first out of the gate i'm the only one other one who's out of the gate so you know kind of left me off the the list and and that's what they do right this is how they they put their thumb on the scale to help the establishment and keep the outsiders at bay. And, and, you know, later on after I essentially tweeted at her, she said a, did a second tweet saying, yes, and Matt Mayer's also running. In uh, Robert Sprague, the treasurer, is thinking about running. But, you know, it's, it's a ratio issue. The first tweet got like 18,000 views. The second one, about 600. Yeah, that's always how it works with corrections. Um, in this case, they're no longer like they used to be buried at the bottom of page two on a newspaper. But the uh, comeback tweet, the set it right tweet, the be honest tweet never gets the same attention. We're talking with Matt Mayer, OpportunityOhio.org. Matt, stick around. I got another question I want to ask you in that vein. It's the Bruce Hooley Show on 98.9 You can take us with you wherever you go by using the iHeart 
TuneIn or Radio.com apps to access 98.9 The Answer and The Bruce Woolley Show. Better yet, download the Answer app, and then you can get access to this show anytime you want it. The Aptus Retirement Blueprint Radio Show, any of the Salem Radio Network hosts. Play it through the Bluetooth on your car just like you get a phone call. It's easy. I know a lot of people apparently are unaware of this option, but it is out there, and you can listen to us wherever you go. Say you have to leave in the middle of an interview, like we had to do when we were talking with Matt Mayer of OpportunityOhio.org and OhioMatt.com a second ago. And, Matt, we were in the middle of a story where uh, Dave Yost's decision to get into the governor's race resulted in uh, one of the dispatch reporters uh, USA Today Network reporters, whatever you want to call her, Jesse Baumert, saying, oh, yeah, Dave Yost and John Husted are in the race. They left you out. Um, that's not an accident. Uh, why do they do this kind of thing? That's the way, right, they shape information to keep people like me under the radar and away from kind of the people knowing about me because they know if they hear about me, they read my blue, like my bold color agenda, uh, my, right, the, 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 the great things I want to do for Ohio. They're terrified that I actually could win, and oh, dear God. Right. They're, they're not going to have the friendly moderate uh, in office because they know the Democrats can't win. So they, they have to go with the friendly moderate. And, and they're afraid of that. They don't want a true conservative like me anywhere near the governor's office. No, they don't. And uh, we shouldn't be surprised, though. Our guest is Matt Mayer, OpportunityOhio.org and OhioMatt.com. We shouldn't be surprised because uh, it was interesting uh, this week. Issue one is hot in Ohio. We're going to be voting here in about 10 days or so. And uh, one of the one of the people campaigning against issue one is uh, a former public radio statehouse reporter who's apparently uh, applying his musical talents in that regard. But it might tell us something about his reporting all those years ago when he wasn't, uh, quote unquote, singing for his supper. Yeah, yeah. Bill Cohen put out a, a song where he wrote us wrote and see plays. He's a really good folk singer guy uh, here in the area. And He's a super nice guy. Let me be clear. Bill's a nice guy. But, but, but again, this is where we conservatives are supposed to believe that for his 30-year career covering statehouse reporting, Bill kept his politics off the table, right? It, it didn't shade his reporting. It didn't shade what he covered, what he didn't cover, how he covered it, who he added into stories, right? So it, it, it just this is part of that. They want us to believe that somehow their personal views don't actually in, in, impact their journalism, and we just know it does, which is why I call them ginos, journalist in name only, because, you know, they're not real journalists. Real journalists are truly objective, truly do both sides of the story, don't shade their reporting. And it's just hard to believe when you've got such partisans uh, out there in their personal lives that sudden has, somehow they were t- totally fair in their in their you know professional lives. Yeah, I long for the day when we get a president who has the fortitude to uh, defund uh, public radio. It's ridiculous that we have that and that taxpayers pay for it. Matt Mayer, OpportunityOhio.org. I encourage you to go to his website, OhioMatt.com, to read his position, his detailed positions on the issues that affect Ohioans and how it would project if he were elected governor. You can also follow his business-related site, OpportunityOhio.org. Matt joins us every Thursday at 12.05 p.m. here on The Bruce Hooley Show. Always great to visit with you. Thanks for your time today. Hey, thanks, Bruce. Yeah, Matt brings a lot of perspective that's valuable to the show. We appreciate him uh, being on very, very much. Now, uh, if you're looking for enlightenment from uh, other places, like, uh, I don't know, maybe the podium at the White House, uh, yesterday was not a good day for you. Uh, Not a lot of enlightenment, not a lot of uh, expanding (laughs) on questions asked. uh, Here is uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre. In her brightly colored dress with her, uh, whoever told her 
gold eyeshadow looks good. I, I no, that's a no. Uh, but at any rate, uh, here's a question to Corinne Jean Pierre that she had to say. Uh, I don't have anything on this. A firearm illegally should be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. Okay. So here I'm going to be. Uh, I think I know where this question is going. Really? Uh, and I'm just going to continue to say. As it relates to this, the case that we're seeing in Delaware, I'm just going to not speak to that. Uh, hmm. Not going to speak to that. Well, uh, maybe, you know, you'd uh, have a little bit to uh, add in terms of texture to the Fed raising rates to their highest uh, spot in 22 years. Federal Reserve has just announced an interest rate hike by a quarter point, which brings it to the highest level in 22 years. Does the White House have comment on that? As you know, we see the Federal Reserve as being independent. We give them the space uh, to make sure that they are able to make monetary decision. It is up to them uh, to make that decision. I'm just not going to comment about uh, about their about the decision today. Mm, mm, not going to comment about the decision today. Okay. Uh, well, uh, maybe your partner in obfuscation, John Kirby, uh, would have something to say that might make a headline worth discussing. Diversity makes the United States military stronger. In fact, it's one of our greatest strengths. Uh, It not only, especially now as an all-volunteer force, helps us better represent the American people that that we serve and defend. Diversity makes us stronger. What was the last part there? About the people we uh, protect and defend? Let me let me give a listen to that again, John. Diversity makes the United States military stronger. In fact, it's one of our greatest strengths. Mm. It not only, especially now as an all-volunteer force, helps us better represent the American people that, that we serve and defend. Helps us better represent the American people we serve and defend. Diversity. That's what he's talking about. He's not talking about, like, Sophisticated weapon systems, hypersonic missile. He's not talking about diversity. Okay, so if we balance out uh, the ethnicities, the sexes in our military, that's diversity. That will help us better represent the American people we serve and defend. Okay, so he's saying our fighting force... I presume will be more lethal because don't we all want a lethal fighting force in order to serve and defend? I want a lethal fighting force really good at blowing things up and killing people who are our enemies. And, and again, it's not the technology. It's not the military spend. It's not the battlefield valor and courage. It's the diversity that's going to help them better represent the American people. Did we win world war two? Yes, that's a yes. Did we have a diverse fighting force in World War II or World War I or in the Revolutionary War or in the War of 1812 or in the Korean War or in the Vietnam War? Did we ever, 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 ever go to battle worried about the racial and ethnic balance of our military? I don't think so. And I'm not saying that that makes us weaker, but he's making the argument it makes us stronger, which which is ludicrous. Right? I just want a guy who can shoot straight. I don't care what color he is. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.